terrible. It's <laughs> a problem. We're back! Oh my god. Oh, I'm not ready at all. It's a good thing I asked if you were ready. <laughs> Only like six times. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Weird. I'm ready now. It's rain. Um, it looks like in my notes, we escaped from prison, Gary died, I'm very sad about Gary, and then the next page says Jaws and badge number. Yes, squint yeah. is what mine says. Oh, because... We went to GaryCon. We went to GaryCon. Yeah. Yeah, let's touch on that really yeah, quick. Because that it. was a very important formation of the familial bond, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it I was, have just it, the thing for this. It happened at the right time. Yeah. In all of it, because, you know, we all got to know each other well beyond mm-hmm. yeah. what you would just if we game, even if we had done six episodes. Yep. We got yeah. to know each other Jason way better. Jason and I shared a bunk bed. That's yep. right. We did. <laughs> Really, really quick. I want to. I want to. <laughs> the se- cheese blanket. <laughs> I want to set the table really quick. Um, so at this point, episode six is out. It's February. We've decided that we are going to go to GaryCon and do a live role playing show, um, similar to some of the other live the Halloween, Christmas shows that we've done. Uh, and uh, I'm not entirely sure what my thought process was behind choosing Jaws, but. The, the show was pirate-themed. There were pirate-themed um, yeah. events. There so, was a new thing coming out for D&D that was yeah. called water and seafaring and it's ships and condom. pirates. Yep. So uh, <laughs> so Jesus. we decided to go to GaryCon, and we, it's, um, we also decide that we want to record an episode while we're up there. So we get an Airbnb of this um, apartment. That was- I don't know what that place was. It was weird. When you walked into that weird, empty, like, court, or, like... Yeah, it was, like, an inside courtyard. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was weird. It felt very strange. Like, we were the only people on Earth. It, it was, like, it a felt, hotel, but without... It like The Shining. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, we were it at the was, Overlook. Yeah, we didn't see any other people that lived there. Nope. We did not hear hear anybody. There was a ghost at the bar. There was a ghost <laughs> in our hotel... In our, yeah, I almost said a hotel room. Ghost dad. There was a it ghost in our everybody. Airbnb. The fucking or. Yeah. Yeah, the OR was good. We had a good time. So we but we left on uh, Friday. We left on Saturday, right? No, we left on Thursday to get down there. You're right. We performed Thursday night. Yes. Yeah, we had to haul. It was basically kind of a whirlwind trying to figure out where to go. And oh, stuff. my God. That yeah. day was exhausting. Paul's yeah. brain was like empty. <laughs> yeah, I and was... then you met Joe Magniola. Boyfriend. Oh my god! While Tim and I were getting oh really god. good drinks, we missed it. But that was yeah. a bonding moment for Jason. Yeah, and, I and that was a bonding moment it. for me and Paul yeah. because me and Paul, I was dressed as like a <laughs> fucking mermaid, and Paul was wearing the goddamn shark, shark outfit, shark. and then he got stuck in. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, of course, we run into Joe Magniello, the most beautiful individual I've ever met in my entire man. life. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I'm trying to eat dinner. And we were like, but can we take a picture, please? Yeah. It was like, <laughs> it, it was like the, how I imagine people meet real famous people, how they act. And yeah. then I met this huge famous dork. And it's like, um, hi, can we take a picture with you? And then the cool guy turns to us and says, well, I'm heading to dinner, but okay. I'm like, well, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and the picture is. It you, is, you I look, look so, so ugly. It's, you look so happy. Yeah, yeah. so like unabashedly. It's not a flattering angle either. Like no. I took you're it from like shark. And outfit. you're. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're. 
your critique is very misplaced yeah. because it's like you're wearing a fucking yeah. shirt. That's costume. all anyone notices. I promise. So, uh, Tim and Jason uh, get good drinks at the bar. Yeah, yeah, we had really good old fashioned Knob Creek. Was it? I don't remember Can't what whiskey remember. they used, but it was real good. They were yeah. in that bar with the beautiful, beautiful windows. Beautiful windows. Yeah. Yeah. that whole so we the whole area. place is yeah. yeah. So we were chatting up the the lady behind the bar, talking showing to her about fake stuff. guns. Yes, we just it was it was good. It, it was, was a really good bonding moment. Mm-hmm. I had a peach bellini that was to die for. I was just really stressed and didn't know what was going on. Yeah, honestly, I could, that was very noticeable because I kept going, "Okay, so what are we gonna do?" And you're like, "I don't," and I'm like, "Fuck it, okay, let's get this figured out for Paul because he's clearly not because we had to doing drive. this." We had to drive <laughs> right six hours up there. Well, yeah. we I just sat there, but yeah. right, we had to get there, which was six hours. We stopped for lunch, which was like an hour. That was fun too. That was fun. We were also skimping over Paul's bowels. That sort of entered us into the whole experience. Oh my god. Trip. As soon as we got to the Airbnb, <laughs> and like Paul in the took van a up there. Massive shit. That made the entire we had one bathroom and there was what, six of us staying in that Airbnb. Yeah. I and know. Paul was like, I'm gonna christen it. <laughs> I'm gonna Oh my god. What do we have for lunch? You. It like <laughs> We ate this cool like it was the a minor little... the mine car. Oh yeah. Something like Something that. Something like that, yeah. They had yeah. good, it was good though. Whatever I had, it, it worked through me. Yeah. It's like you got a shit. So we got now. up there. Yeah. Yeah. And you were farting the whole time <laughs> all the way up there. So we, we got there. Uh, we had to like find our Airbnb. We we brought our stuff in. We changed, got our shit together, got back in the car, drove to GaryCon, had to check in. Oh, and the valet and the parking. Oh my god, yeah, the parking was what was driving me crazy. Yeah, because it was like I need to figure out where we're gonna offload all this gear. Yeah, but Uh also how the fuck are where where do we even go? (laughs) Yes, we were gonna park like half a mile away. Yeah. That was a bonding moment for Multiple me and you, entrances. I think. Yeah. Because you two, we dropped you two off so Paul that you and could Tim. go. She's pointing at yes, Paul and Tim. Yes, Paul and Tim to like go in and get shit set up. And you and I were like, I was like, I help, I do this shit with my brother's band all the time. You were like, I'm in bands. I do this shit all the time. We were like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. We, we just found it. that spot. I actually talked to the guy. I'm like, can I just double park? We're going to unload this stuff. So... Anyway, the valet, the valet, valet guy was there each day, and he was incredibly fucking helpful every time. He helped us make sure we had a spot to unload our stuff. He helped us bring. Mm -hmm. It was cool to bring the van around and leave it there to like get the gear in it. He. He was really helpful Mm -hmm. and uh, most excellent. I said every time I come out, he goes. I really actually like driving that van. So, like, he's like, I feel freed, freeing when I'm in this thing. I'm like, yeah, because you don't have to worry about fucking shit. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, you'll crush it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we had to but, fucking yeah. park. Then we had to get in. We all had to get our badges, get our shit, figure that out. Then we had to find out where we were performing, get yeah. all of our shit from the front walking. door into where we were performing, wait for the whatever was in the room before to us finish, to get yeah, done. The lecture. Clear room. out. Yeah, the that fucking- was... Well, this is a Dungeons and Dragons lecture. It's gonna be six hours long, and, and it's gonna run way over bears. time. Yeah, way yeah. over time. Yeah, to our audience of three. Yeah, yes. All that for yeah. the three. Actually, I think there were five at max. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, okay. Hello, guys. Came in late. Okay. Yeah, but it was so goofy and funny and so weird. fun. I yeah, loved weird. it. I had an absolute blast. Yeah. Like the show was so goofy. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. We, and we recorded it, but. We recorded it, but we ran out of space on the memory card. Yes. And I think the camera drooped a little bit. Yeah. So it's a lot of <laughs> crotch shots. Like most of the shot is legs and floor. Yeah. Because yeah. I did not it was, set it. It was, it was an experiment. Yes. It was, it was us. And that was day, 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 day one. 
day yeah. one. But Night it was so one. freeing. Like, I was so freeing to get that out of the way first mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah. The rest mm-hmm. of it. Oh, man. So much fun. Yeah. So the next day, we, we role-played. And then that evening, we did the Time live out. show. Or did we do the live show after the... Time out. No, live show was um, the next day, I think. The most important <laughs> part. Hold up. Was after the live show, we loaded up all of our shit, and all of us were like, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, and the McDonald's. only thing that was open was McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. And so right. we rolled the van through the drive thru. <laughs> Barely making the clearance. And Jason right. was like, What do you want? And we were all like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, No. We'll take 30 chicken nuggets, please. <laughs> <laughs> I did do that. Didn't I? I'm like, I'm not going to fucking. <laughs> I want to get a Big Mac with yeah. pickles and only Mac. Yeah. <laughs> like, we like, no. fuck this. <laughs> we need 30 chicken nuggets and three large fries. Yeah, <laughs> and it was glorious. So, yeah, we took all that back, and I think we recorded then? No? No, we recorded after next the next night. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it was the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next day, we did. We played a couple games. Uh, I think we had like a 11 o'clock start. We opened with fucking Pathfinder. Yeah. That epic level Math Pathfinder Finder. shit where the... And I died like 45 minutes for in. For real though, that game, it's we were just the wrong audience for it. Yeah. If you're a person that plays Pathfinder and that's your only game, that would have been great. Yeah, but I mean, even like, you're in this place and then, oh, and then, then it's like, yeah, you could totally see it. that it wasn't our scene because we were like, fuck, man, you're just forcing this down our throats. Yeah. And I think I took like two turns that game. Yeah. For, However yeah. long we were there. For day. But I was trying to get into it. Like, I was trying oh, to yeah. solve the puzzle of, like, the dire cats are from the cats that got missing. And shit. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. trying to, like, play help it up. feel the play. But, man, they were not having that. No. They were just like, okay, the next paper. thing, the next thing. Yeah. This is my piece of paper oh, from yeah. that game. And all I wrote was cats slash rats missing, question mark? Yeah, and we didn't, the investigation didn't even happen. It was just like. They were just sort of like. Yeah, you figure it out. Yeah, that part. Anyway, I was. It it was what it was. Yeah. What did we do next after that? Then we was it brutal blades. Brutal blades. Yeah, that was fucking. And that great. Yeah, that was fucking because it was the opposite of the game we had just played. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy that ran it was the creator of the game. Fucking rad. He was a connected dude. Who yeah. did he know again? He, he's he like just some like, band or something. Well, I I think he's just he's on like the the convention circuit, so sure. he sort of knows everyone at these conventions. Yeah. I thought. And so there you, was someone. You got someone, your sheet, man. I got my brutal blade sheet, and you oh, know yeah. what's written at the top? Butt hunter. Butt hunter. Yep. <laughs> I do know what's at the top. <laughs> I remember. That's so fucking good. Butt hunter. You guys were the best to. Be at tables with. Oh, and I was Dude. so annoying. I was <laughs> so annoying at like every table we played. I don't think so. No. Oh I don't my think gosh. So. Well, I remember that the um the the third game we did on the next day, right? Yes, yeah, <laughs> the next day. The guy sitting next to me was not having me. At no, all. no. None of us. None but, of us. Yeah, but mostly you. Mo- mostly we, me. Yeah. So because we played that game for like. 20 minutes. It was long. And it had like a lot of back lore. The guy yeah. who made the session had like written books on it and a whole right. magic system and like, you know. Had, was, yeah. Yeah. It was a cool concept because I think was he was describing concept. his system as like you can create It was very spells. scientific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember I fucking threw him a curveball. Yeah. Because he had that incorporeal creature yes. fighting us and I had a spell that could fi- like uh, dissolve gases or, or get rid of gases. And I did that and he was like, whoa, wait. Oh. Oh. 
That's a really interesting play. That's a really good idea. And he's like, fuck. He's fuck. clearly like, so I he made it where it was, it, it was half incorporeal and then it would switch. It, but we ended up, but yeah, yes. that was, I, oh. Yeah. But Brutal Blades, hands down, was my favorite Because it was, of that. the guy had the right idea, to, he had the right approach to it that like yeah. it should just be rule of cool, yep. like yep. be fucking awesome and the game will be fun and I'll reward you for that. And you wrote, you the drew one a dick thing, on my. Piece of paper. The one thing today that I think we still kept, which is, tell me how you kill this thing. Yes. Yep. And depending on what that did, it could impact. I loved it. That was so great. That was yep. a, that was. And his table of like, so you describe it. Let me roll against it. Okay. Yeah. So it his body explodes, covers you in blood, and it was just a fun system. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what a what it was a hack of if it was like second edition or advanced D anD. d um, but yeah, Brutal I loved Blades it, man. Was simple really cool. character sheet, simple yep. race yeah, class. Not too bad. Not a lot of crazy bonuses or stats to keep track of. Fought bug creatures. Yeah, Fight. I got that written. Santa Claus. We ended up fighting Santa Claus Santa in this Claus. weird fucking like, uh, like merry-go-round horses that were that coming down and attacking wild. us. Yeah. Well, we went up to his like his like castle. Like yeah, it was a children's candy cane nightmare. Castle or some yeah. Shit. yeah. What are you laughing at there, Chair Bear? So I'm just looking through some of the things that I saved from GaryCon, and I must have written to Paul a letter <laughs> from one of the tables because I have his response. <laughs> and it reads, <clears throat> Dearest Charity Barity, I fear that I must stop writing you. I feel a turd pushing on my sphincter. I must shit. Please send all my love to Timothy. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> Don't eat yellow snow. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to wash all your underwear as for the bears can sense dirty drawers. <laughs> Love, your Paulina. Dude, <laughs> not sure where shit that came from. It's such a big thing in your life. <laughs> it's a big theme. It is. <laughs> yeah, I've shit my pants like more than... We know. Yeah, nothing you need to be talking about right now. <laughs> right. So... The episode. So anyway, Gary Khan was what we needed to get this group like, like turned off. Have that kind of thing. Have that unspoken thing going on. It was oh our Vietnam. God. Yeah. It was so well. <laughs> wow. I will not follow that. <laughs> it was a lot of fucking fun. Um, <laughs> well, the other great thing was we got to connect with. Um, more of Paul's friends, yeah, who I Chris. think are now our friends. Yeah. Who are our Lucas, listeners. Mason. Lucas and Corey. Um, they're the trainer brothers that yeah. listen to the show and like the show a lot. Yeah. And so. Mason and Great Jordan dudes. were mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So let's talk about the episode, though. Yes. We recorded that Yes, night. yes, yes. Oh that, also God. one of my very favorite <laughs> episodes. I, I don't even know. That I won't even say why. Well, I, I want to keep at that. that point. We were also like mentally exhausted. Yep. Yes, but it's yeah. such we were so loose. We've for been, the yeah, play. we've been playing games. We had, all we had tried different day. systems, different DMs, and we yeah. could kind of use that yeah. to sort of hit the sweet spot. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We yeah. were so tired. Yeah. <laughs> Which became episode seven. Yes. Episode episode seven. seven the jury is out. The jury, the jury is out. J U R I. So some notes that I have from the episode. Um, these are so I started doing this thing where I would write like the looks and sounds of a place that I could describe to you guys Great. when you go to a place. Uh, so looks and sounds. Um, 
biggest riot in 10 years down at Morsank. Uh, some nobody became the Chancellor of Coin, Sambridge, something or other. A bombing at the palace took out many of, the long, of her longtime subjects. The queen is filling her top spots with opportunists and scam artists. The nobles in Alal will eat each other. Are all like things that people have been saying in whispers in the in the city. So what it, this episode was, I think the first episode that really set out the the end of the game. Mm-hmm. This was like this this was like when Luke goes and meets Yoda, right? This sort of sets mm-hmm. up kind of everything else that's going to happen from here, where yeah, right. everything else was sort of like filler's not the right word, but it was like creates context but it's not all that directly tied mm-hmm. to it this is where like things start yeah. happening yeah this is where the ripping starts yes before we were just gripping yes correct now we are a ripping yep well and is this where we meet the viscount yes yeah yes. and the viscount right. tests right cuz that was like the whole thing right is you start seeing the evidence of what's happening around you and it's kind of hard to like mm-hmm. just put a blind eye to that <clears throat> And I definitely know that when I was playing Orzok, I was like, the parallels of what he was fearing were going to happen, or that were happening, and what had been happening are now happening here. And he instantly identified with the, all those different non-humans there. Yep. And then, but really had no idea about this larger battle or this battle for the ultimate evil and the ultimate good until those conversations that you guys started hitting up with the Viscount and stuff, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. What the yeah. fuck, Chuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, parallels to our own world, right? Right. I, I think for, um, I, I guess I'll speak for me at least, but I think maybe for Charity, too, it was like, well, I'll phrase it this way. Um, walking through a refugee camp and being like, oh, man, this sucks. It's such a white people problem thing that, like, we get to be tourists in this situation, but this is people's real lives that they're living every day, and, like, we're just wandering through it and being like, oh, that blows, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, it's, it's like the epitome of, like, the becoming woke. It's the first mm-hmm. steps to, like, yeah, motherfucker. Other you people do. have real problems. Yeah. You take your Christian, like, right. Baptist mission. Go walk amongst, amongst them. Wash their feet. Right. Yeah. So the episode begins with a parade. Yeah. Um, you attempt to discuss things that are happening. I love the idea of a parade in a city that's not on board. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the... That's how I imagine the St. Patrick's Day parade was this <laughs> Oh, did they? Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know so if they canceled it because of the snow or not, but mm. as far as I knew, it was still going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So the Viscount doesn't want to hear anything from you, but the Viscount... Viscountess says that, and it's a parade uh, as a burial for a noble that was killed in um, some of the happenings that are happening in the the city. Yeah. So the Viscountess agrees to meet with you at the chapel where she is um, preparing the- No, I thought we met the Viscountess first because we delivered flowers. You. That's true, I think. We delivered the flowers, we left, and At the end of episode six, we had to meet Mace's Vase's place. Yeah, you're right. So you meet you that's met right. the, the, the gnome person and they sent you in with these flowers yep. to meet. Yes. Okay. And that's when we ran into the Viscountess and you I made were a plan to meet later. Posy dandelions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. So um What so this is such a stupid well, small thing. But my one of my favorite moments from that episode is when you were like, Posy 
dandelions. And the NPC was like, ah, yes, Mr. Dandelion. And you were like, lions, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, that's my name, and you said it wrong, and I'm correcting yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the best thing, when you can be indignant over something you're lying about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a special to Tim's. Yeah. Uh, actually, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> Like, yep. straight up karen him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to talk to your manager. So, the the, the party <laughs> agrees to meet uh, the Viscountess later. Gotta go on a journey. But before that, right, you meet... Wait. No. We kept up with Davery at some point. Yeah. Uh, at the tavern, oh, yeah. the tavern and the fate of Davery. We go to the Old Dwarf Tavern. Yes. Um... Uh, what, uh, Lady Ornella, a lot, oh my god, <laughs> Lady Ornella, a lot has, someone touched my foot, um, Lady Ornella, a no, lot has no. happened since you've been away, uh, the nobles have all turned on the queen, she has sent many away, and many more have died under mysterious circumstances. And this is a great thing that shows up throughout the show, that, like, we started out in this place, this Allah place, like, we, we had the episode, we're in the kingdom, we're in the center of it, and then we get thrown from the center, but we still get messages from the center. Right. We still get missives and little peeks at, like, where we're heading and what's happening while we're in these other places. Such a great way to keep everything connected and keep the story going in, yep. uh, in, in the, the bigger arc of it. Um, I just really appreciate that because it's so easy, for, I think, for DMs to like focus on like this is the session we're doing today. This, these are the conflicts I need to focus on. But they kind of lose sight of the bigger arc that's mm-hmm. happening because it's circles within circles. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep all of those plates spinning. So the uh, Davery tells you of all the shit that's happening in uh, in mm-hmm. Alal, mm-hmm. and is uh, this, I guess, where Davery becomes a bigger character? Oh yeah. Yep. Because then he goes and gets us a job. Yes. This is really where Dave Ray cements himself as like a permanent NPC. part of the yeah. N- yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't. I guess. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, how how is that your good job? Good job, Charity. <laughs> so Thanks. meeting meeting with the the Viscountess later that evening, uh, you tell her all that has been going on, and a couple of guards approach, and something is strange about them. And sure enough, right. bam! This is the second time Dude. Charity gets tongue fucked. Yes, second yes. time I got tongue fucked. Uh, this battle. <clears throat> I wish was, I, I'm gonna isolate. Keep a tally. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna isolate that and use it as a drop <laughs> in episodes now. <laughs> second time I got tongue fucked. <laughs> make make a note of it. Me. This battle was so again so visual. Yeah. We're in this cathedral. It paralleled perfectly the ba- the battle we had in the village, which was in a church. Right. Right. We're encountering crab preachers again. Oh. Yes. Yeah. We yes. have to deal with the tactics of people at the door trying mm-hmm. to get in, which was a thing in the yeah. first crab preacher battle. Yeah. And you can see how we're more experienced, we're better oh, yeah. at figuring out the problem and solving it more quickly. Yes. Yes. And we like we didn't split up, but we were like, Yeah. Uh, Davery, go this way. Everybody you played their the- their part. Yeah. yeah. It was so cool, and again, so visual. This, this cathedral is set up for uh, this funeral or mm-hmm. after the funeral, right. maybe, and it's, it was sunset, and so the windows and these in these these stained glass windows and the light coming in, and the pews were like knocked over everywhere. And I remember mm-hmm. after this battle, there was this moment where all of our characters were kind of like spread out throughout this this place and we were just like sitting and i have the same picture in my right. mind and yet we weren't seeing this but right. we were painting this picture yes and we were all we were bloodied and bruised and we were, but we were in this peacefulness of this chapel 
And I think that moment for me was like, oh, fuck, this is bigger than us. Yeah. And and putting it in a chapel. A chapel yeah. has high ceilings. You can put your center of focus or the camera way up in those rafters yeah. oh, looking yeah. down. That's that's 100% where my exact And all of that, is. it communicates this is bigger than you. Yes. This is a huge thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Paul, yeah, you're a fucking genius. No. No. But thank you. <laughs> so uh, the, the enemies are dispatched. <laughs> yes. And we are met with, I think, a scene change. Yes. Like it... There's well, a small time jump that occurs, right? We, yeah, we get a time jump. I remember that. Because okay. the... Somebody um, ran off and got the Viscount. Yes. Did he, yeah, he yeah, came yeah. back in and saw this and was it... I, my sense was that he had no idea if his wife was still in danger yeah. or if there was still a right, fight coming right. in. Well, they we came were, in hard. They came in rolling. We can't, we, we first tried pitching it to them and they didn't buy it. Right. And then this right. happened and we had the proof. Yeah. Yes. We had the proof. But he was absent and he came in hot Pud. and heavy. The put. And then... <laughs> Basically, I thought we were going to fight again for yeah. a brief moment, and then yeah. Harbeck. I think you I, set your character up to. I did. Like, yes. Yeah. I was getting ready to rock and roll, and I think Harbeck, with some quick wit and a quick tongue. Well, and I like cool, to think of it cool always. Any kind of change, social change Just occurs. Like you need a from without and from within, and I think Orzok is like the Malcolm X to my Martin Luther King Jr. If I may pull an analog, <laughs> that like I'll try the civil disobedience and the softer discourse and the dialectic. And Orzak will come in and like, I will fuck your shit up <laughs> if you don't do what I'm telling you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Charity is Harriet Tubman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little Underground Railroad. Little Underground Railroad. I know who Harriet Tubman is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yes, yeah, so we uh, time jump, come <clears throat> back, convince them all. Yeah. So we we establish now the the stakes and where things are. So like and, and again, have... playing to the stakes, playing to the politics of it. That like the viscount wasn't. It was a tacit agreement that like right. a real decision. That like I'm I'm the leader of a fucking city state. Like you mm-hmm. want me to just go with you? I just met you. Mm-hmm. You know right right. And but he's also confronted with the reality of and his wife. Kind of everything that seems ridiculous. Yeah. The word of the viscountess. Yeah. Yep. I mean. It, the the whole show, I felt like we did a great job of um, honoring the stakes and honoring the NPCs because we could have. I think it's really easy for some tables to totally steamroll their DM and just walk over choices and being like, "Well, this is what I want to do," yep. you know, right? But like, I'll I'll take the hit, baby. I'll 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 go down on this one. But I'm you know, it's it, it ultimately leads to more fun because you are adhering to the rules. Well, yeah, because that's where and and I think. On the flip side of that, like the DM listening to what the players want to yeah. tell, like that story. So as soon as Ornella made it apparent that Davery was an important NPC to her character, mm-hmm. even if the reasons weren't all that clear yet, it's mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah, I'm picking up we'll on We'll honor this. that choice. That. That's yeah. happening We'll support now. that move. Right. And, th- and this is all in the context of us in an Airbnb, and we're like doing the truffle shuffle. <laughs> Because right. we, this is sesh. also the episode where Paul gets to talk to himself a lot. Yep. Yes, that's right. Where Paul attempted to talk to himself a lot. There were somewhere in the background. I think he did great. Thanks. There were uh, there were some moments where I was having t- because uh, this episode that happened, and then you ended up going into the mountain, right? Right. Yes. So we were like we had like made a plan with the viscount and the viscountess, and they but they were like before because we were going to head back to Alal. 
Uh, and we were like, before we do that, let's get, let's maybe get some money under our belt in case we have to like pay off guards or whatever. So, uh, the Viscount or somebody was like, go to the guild hall. Yes. Get some work. Yeah. Get a quick job. We talked to Lucius, the guild master. Davery talked to Lucius. That's right. But we were like, hey. By himself. Yeah. Ornella Ornella and Harbeck are wanted criminals. Yes. And at this point. regicide. Right. (laughs) And at this point, it had been known that someone has broken out of Morsang. Uh, And we were like, we probably shouldn't let these people know that we're here. So we sent Davery. Right. And Davery... Used Harbeck's name. Yes. Yeah. Like a smart boy. Yeah. He's very smart. Yeah, so that was an interesting time. He's so, so smart. And that, again, like um, creating real stakes in the relationships, we were immediately distrustful of Davery and thought that maybe this was an NPC that was trying to fuck us over. Can I just tell you how many groups I've played with who would just kill Davery? At that point, it would be more expedient. Oh, it was so close. It was hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> but the fact that you playing guys... Force of Nature Orzok to not do that. And that's what was great, too, is that uh, up to this point, we get Orzok of the prison and of the wild. And, like, we can't stop this guy. But then you have this brief moment of reprieve. And Davery becomes the symbol of that through the rest of the show, where he yes. kind of earns some of your respect and you at one point later you train him yep and it's this this turn in orzok where he is like re-civilized and yes uh uh yeah it was it was great but we were really about to kill that guy no i know we yeah. we yeah we <laughs> yeah we were orzok and harbeck yeah, yeah yeah but that's what i think elevated you as and i think that's and where characters because you could have mechan- mechanically yeah. that would have been the optimal play. Right. But again, we're right. talking about creating a no fun story, ends. making an interesting narrative. Yeah. And like, well, and also, honestly, there's would- a bit of keep your enemies close. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and that was part of the trip up to the mountain was that Orzok was quite a distance behind mm-hmm. to yeah. make sure if anything was going down, yep. he was able to walk up on whoever it was. Um, oh, fuck shit. Him up. I cut that horse in half, and you really got mad at me. <laughs> you cut a fucking horse in half. We did that yeah. a couple of didn't times. Need to do that. We were really fucking bad to horses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the horse you did on, not endorse whole, us. Yeah. For there's a, we do it. We, me and you and did like, a whole battle with the riders. We were killing the horses because we, we wanted to make sure nobody could get them back. <gasps> me, right. Tim didn't care. Yeah, ever, but no, I know Harbeck. But Harbeck, yeah. uh, but that was like you know. I, uh, it was great. I think though, we're blending because it's perfect at this tension point, in the relationship. Well, the horse it happens much later. Well, and it, okay. we're blending it because those elements persisted. Yeah, it really does have context. a genesis in this in this particular moment. Yeah, for sure. mm-hmm. I think this is where I, I I might be wrong, but this is where Davery started the bit where like trying to get around because we were in that yes. back alley interrogating him. So it was yes. a narrow yeah, alley. Yeah, after we had met the after we met him in the yeah. in the tavern, we went out back to talk about everything. Yes, and it was like oh, it was a wide alley, and we were like, <laughs> it, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> because you remember like I'm you were like, there's it room, as narrow. go around. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But so we're we're making our way up the mountain. Yep. And Davery's leading. Yep. And I'm a short distance behind him and with Harbeck. Yep. And Harbeck is like harping on me about this guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think so. So the job, the reason you're going into the mines is that... Um, the Some Padre bandits. mines. Yeah, there's, there were goblins that were attacking miners that were attacked, not miners' children, but miners' people that hit rocks <laughs> with metal sticks. <laughs> yeah. Um, have gone missing. And, it's like my favorite um, joke. <laughs> 
uh, I literally have here uh, the foreman of this uh, mining company. I've had two different teams go missing in the shaft on, on the top of the mountain. First one was over two months ago. Second one was just a couple weeks ago. Probably some goblins or something. Or something. Something. It was definitely something. So it was totally something. You yep. guys enter into the, the passageways, these really steep mine shafts that head down, and you're immediately attacked by a crab preacher. Yeah. Crab preacher. I remember that. Tongue third fuck. time. I, third third tongue, tongue fuck. fuck. I fucking I tackled that fuck. fucker and rode him down the shaft. Like a sled. Yeah. Like a goddamn bobsled. <laughs> yes. I did. So you I two that. you two are hitting this thing and doing Team small amounts of damage. And then Orzok just like uh, Forrest Gump runs up the side of the mountain, <laughs> barrels into the cave, and bobsleds this motherfucker down the passageway into a pit. Barely manages to make your athletic save to not fall into Correct. the pit and die. Right. And, and before we, yeah. we glaze over this, Paul doing an excellent job of uh, playing the NPCs who are experiencing the terror of this transformation and the infection mm-hmm. and the yeah, oh yeah that's met right. One of them. And That's we're in this later. dark. Benny Hanna. Yeah. his name? Benny Hanna. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have it written down. Survivor of one of the mining crews, Benny Hanna. And this is the point that we should make throughout all of this, if you're into any kind of thing like this, is the names and the pro the proper nouns do not fucking matter. matter. Oh. That's not where the creativity is yeah. at Don't get all. hung up on that. Yeah. Can Spend you this- play it? Can yeah. you play the emotion? And to me, don't like, don't worry the about names, if your eyes are gray or yeah, slate gray. That's, a, that's not it. Yeah, <laughs> the names to me are more like to derive a feeling. Like Davery's name, as soon as it turned out to be stupid, was like, well, Davery's a hapless dope. Yes, like yep. that's but he's yes. my a rose by dope. any other name. Yep. Savory Davery, Savory oh, Davery yeah. indeed. So you <laughs> ride this crab preacher down this mine shaft into a pit. Yep. This is this is where kind of the game. This is where the curtain is fully opened. Like, yeah. Well, because yeah, discover- you think about we're in jury for a while. And well, and you <clears throat> fucking crush that role, right? Yeah, that's Dude. right. So that, we, that search role. Another great role. So a little oh, yeah, in the DM pit. behind the curtain. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. early on, I made a map of where all of Varentoid's stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And I didn't use specific locations. I just used the important cities. And then if I needed to, I could make it. Sure. Wherever Barrow, specifically later. Halal sewers. Yeah, yeah. South Estate, Mosh. And that's Bogmali. so great that like all of this stuff could have been stuff that didn't matter. That was like those first three episodes, we were just getting our feet wet. That could have all been like some other problem. But you were able to tie all of this into a grander narrative and make it all meaningful and connecting. And like it was fun. It was so cool to feel like all of that. It's all leading to something. It's all leading to where we are now. Yeah, yeah, it was it was extremely fun to write that and um, to have, you know, this odd job that happened here. Well, why don't this is just going to be this yeah. place? Why not? Yeah, why not? I have this place already made, and it's in this area. So why not just make it this place mm-hmm. instead of giving you another inexperienced DMs will ha- will swear by you have to do a thing in a specific way to get a specific outcome, and really you learn that. You work backwards, so the outcome you want. How do you get to that outcome? Well, here's a place that can get you to that outcome. How do I get to them? Get them to this place? Well, can I find a way doing what they're doing that that place is there? Mm-hmm. Right. Can you lead a horse to water? Right. So anyway, you you um, exploring this cave system. You find the nest where the dragon rider's dragon right. was sleeping. Yep. Claw marks on the ground, burned uh, embers, uh, lots of 
dead and decaying food. Um, and then you find this this area with all these books. Yeah, it's like a, a well, it seemed really weird. I mean, very much out of place, but it was like. I I I I big hole, I th- little hole. I, what did you picture? I picture actually very oddly because I play video games a lot. I pictured like when you're on a mission in in Skyrim and you're trudging through these different caves yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden you turn a corner and there's a bed. And yeah, a, yeah. And That's a, what I a bookshelf too. and a cupboard and tapestries. And, yeah, and, and stuff. And you're like, yeah. what the? F- somebody's made this space very comfortable for themselves. So yeah. this is either they're here a lot or. They're wealthy, and like, and I was picturing all that in my head when that was happening. Yeah, cool. So I and I, when Tim rolled this, like I had the difficulty. So Tim was rolling an observation, and and I was going to give the party the amount of information equivalent to the our perception roll. Yeah, it's to play too many games. Um, <laughs> or investigation. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I, I think, think it was investigation. Yeah, it was one of the two. Yeah. But I had um, information that I would give him depending on the role that he that he rolled. So I was I was trying to again. And like, this is something you did throughout the show where you would create tables of outcomes based right. off of die rolls. So again, it kind of takes the homework away from me in the moment to be right. like, okay, well, what does that mean? It's like, well, it just means this. And do you? Uh, uh, behind the scenes here, do you have the same thresholds, the same uh, ranges for every role? No, I think it depends on the difficulty of what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So, like, that threshold may change. Um, I mean, the threshold's going to be the same no matter who rolls it, but I may make things harder or easier depending sure. on how vital it is that you succeed. Because if something is so important that if it did not have happen the game would stop, then I would make that way easier. But it's all based or, off of yeah. a D20, so it's increments yeah. of 5% chance. Right. So in this case, um, I had... Uh, this This role is so important, I want to like get a little detailed with it, but your, um, your inspiration role was divided in increments of 5. So a 10 or less was going to get you a map, a partially burned map, that had written on it a list of cities. And I was hoping that that would inspire you, like, well, clearly this is, like, toys. This is something related to this. Where to go next. So we could maybe Another go to hook. one of these places. Right, right. And those places Cookie could lead crumb. to more things in this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 or greater, you manage to dust off a book that reads Dave's Demonology Digest. Yep. A page is marked with sheets of paper on a drawing of a creature. The creature's face has six different faces, a diagram next to it, Another six different faces. In quotes, it says, Prince of a Thousand Faces, handwritten note on the page reads, The Beguiler was only his first devilkin. He must be a greater devil. So to not only acknowledge that, yeah, this thing that you know to be real is real, but there are other worse things. Even higher stakes. Yep. Uh, 20 or greater, a letter falls out of the book. It appears only partially completed. Aldridge, you are to spend as much money as possible. Empty the coffers to quell any rumors of disquiet within the capital. I shall meet you in a 10-day. I am meeting with the others first. We are approaching the end. Send for the letter stops. So this is where we really get, like, the limit of the greater, the greatest arc. Right. You think about, we start with the cultists, and then we get a little bit of Baron Toyd, and then we get a little bit of the Beguiler, mm-hmm. and then we get a little, then we get this, and that's like four shells that we're operating through. Yeah. And like we're digging deeper and we're rewarded every time that we get these great roles or we get to explore the world a little more because we didn't have to go to these caves at all. 
No, not at all. And then you would have figured out something else. Yeah, right. But like it's our own, um, our own uh, interest propelling it forward. Yeah, and it's it's less putting you on a railroad and more making the decisions that you as players make consequential, so that. DMs get in this trap where they're like, I have to come up with this whole list yeah. of possibilities. No, just come up with a few and make yeah. each of them interesting mm-hmm. so that no matter what a player decides, they're going to end up in either A, B, or C, and A, B, and C is all cool. You know, I was just the other day uh, going through Bandersnatch on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Have any of you done this? Mm-hmm. I have not. Uh-huh. But So it's a choose-your-own-adventure yeah. on Netflix. Oh, you have to have it on an app, right? Yes. Instead of on through the TV. Okay. Yeah. And so you got to use the remote and you make simple choices, but it does the same thing where you can diverge, but ultimately you're going to intersect the same main point. Right. right. And so you, f- you have that illusion of free choice and mm-hmm. it feels like you're really choosing the story and in a way you are, yep. but it's always going to come back to these same echo points. Certainly. Like I think getting a little like out of the episode per se, but like the abstract kind of game designy part is like, you don't want your players to feel like their choices don't matter. Right. So like making them matter is making each choice important. And how do you make each choice important? We'll find what the characters want and make those wants a part of the choices. Support thing. the move. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's it, like it, an improv it's thing, right? Yes, it's, anding, right? Yeah. Even yeah. if you say no to the face concept, saying yes to the thinking behind it yeah. will still reward the player the same it's way. The difference between negating and uh saying no, but yeah. Um yeah. Hmm. And then the the last thing, so another like improv or comedy rule is like give, 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 and then the turn. Yeah. So like you get all of this stuff that seems like useful information, and the, the last thing I give you with the crit seemed like worthless information. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. this um, behind a stack of burned books about a golden-tipped rod that is encased in cloth. Moving the burned pile shows you what is wrapped around the pole, a tapestry that is 10 feet tall by 10 feet wide. Unfurling the material reveals an incredibly old tapestry. See picture below. And this tapestry was something I took from a bunch of clip art that, or uh, inspiration art that I found on the internet and used my bad Photoshop skills to make an amalgamation of images. Yeah. Um, the images meant nothing to you at the time. Mm-hmm. But being that it was the, the best thing you could have gotten, it, it instantly created value. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, you yeah. took the time to explain it to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it's like a little DM hack. Like, and you that's can do true that for sort of anything. Stuff. Even if I didn't roll a twenty, when you're telling me something, I'm I'm giving it weight. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So again, DMs make the mistake of like describing everything, and then players feel lost because they're not sure what right. the important thing is. Right. So less is more in a lot of the ways that this story unfolds because it gives us room to run. It gives us room to explore. And yeah, that tapestry, all of those images, and I got to see this later. I hope yeah. that um, whoever's listening so to this podcast up. can maybe see this image. But I can post it to it my was, Google yeah, Doc. So fucked up, it was and, weird. and like we thought we knew what the stakes were, and then they were. Up. We saw that, and we're like, Jesus, yeah. that makes no sense. Holy shit, we don't know anything. But Holy being that it was balls. the best thing you could have gotten with the <laughs> crit, balls. and it was yeah. the last thing I gave you, right. it took on a weight that made it matter mm-hmm. whereas if i had given that to you first even if it was like an so 18 much- or a 19 mm-hmm. so that's episode seven and we talked wow. a lot about episode very seven. con yeah no we're not done with episode seven because there's the mirrors oh mm. yeah <laughs> this Jesus. part is so good it was great all idea. that was in one episode yeah, yeah. this yeah. episode was sort of jam-packed Fuck super me. jam-packed we were all juiced up from gary yeah. super juiced 
Yeah. You got that's why you guys were dancing so I was much. Just like fuck. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I know you didn't Doing. say anything for the first like hour. hour yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't. We're just stone cold. Steve Austin. Yeah, John three sixteen. Uh, so what? How did the episode end, Charity? So we're in this. We're in the the this thing, and Tim has just found all the stuff. Harbuck has just found all the stuff, and we fucking then fucking Davery's little voice comes from like deeper in this cavern. He's like. Oh, guys, I found something. <laughs> and we all go to where Davery is, and there's three mirrors. Yeah. Similar to what we've seen in... From the first episode with the village. Yep. Yes, in the secret room of the village, there's these three mirrors. And we were like, oh, fuck. And then Davery, again, his little voice is like, uh, this one's on. <laughs> and we were like, the fuck? And again, Paul, great job of like, just teasing a little that like you should maybe go this direction a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. There's one more thing. In yeah. Your, NPCs yeah. are great. If you can embed an important NPC in the party, you basically win D and D because you now have a mechanism that doesn't feel shitty. And it's trusted kind of and gently guide in a direction. Yeah. But still give your players the like Davery didn't talk in the mirror. It was no, Ornella, no, but yeah. Davery like, Oh, Hey, it's just a little point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So what was the mirror? So about? then, we I we we come to the mirror and I and I we're we're trying to like peek around the mirror and see and then I just fucking stepped in front of it. Boom. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, BDE. Huge cock spirit. And that was a real turning point for Ornella, I think. Um yeah. this this whole yeah, this whole end bit was for sure. Because this is episode seven. We're at Gary Con. It's like you are a nerd now. Yeah, I'm in it. <laughs> Welcome. I'm in it. Yeah. So the mirror is on and I step in front of it. And who who shows up? Who shows up? Daddy O. Old Daddy Aldridge. And we had just received a letter. We found the letter that was addressed to yes, him. Yes, yes. So now we're kind of like, oh, shit. And had, had we acquired your mother's diary yet? Yes. It's something that you had hung on to since you left, right? S- since the party. Since the party. Because yep. at the party, I went upstairs to her old bedroom. That's right. I put on her dress, and I found the journal. And is that also where... We were caught by the stables, and then there was the entry in the journal where she's trying to escape... From the stables. From the stables. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Great. I mean, like, if you're going to use the location, use the location. Yeah, make it important. Make it important two ways. Make it important three ways. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, anyway, sorry, Jeremy. That's okay. So, in the mirror is Aldridge, and he's like... Your daddy. My dad. Ornella's <laughs> dad. Uh, daddy. And... Uh, <laughs> Butthole. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? Toyed. Why are you showing this to me? This is a joke. You know, she's been taken away. She's never coming back. I loved it. Why would you show this so to great. me? Because yeah. it, it, like, set this, again, like, we, as an audience and his characters, thought Aldridge was, like, this. No, he's just being used yeah. also. Yeah. Right. And, like, right. well, and I, for me, it was, like, how many times has this guy manipulated by more forms? And it's, like, you don't want to identify with this dude, but you're almost forced to. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, like, he's, fuck if, like... Varantoid takes the form of his fucking mother or his parents. It's like all and these that's di- 
great yeah. character, a great villain yes. whose motivation you can sympathize with and understand. Right. They're like, we're making layer cake here. I'm going to give you this layer, and right. at first you're going to hate this fucker, because, yeah, on face, he sucks. But I'm going to give you a little more and a little more, yep. and then you're going to understand the motivations. You're going to understand yep. where he's coming from. And before you know it, you're going to be sympathizing with the guy who you thought was the bad guy. Yep. Yeah, and it's like, oh shit, we are all human, and then we get that little lesson from D and D again. Well, that was something, Tim, that you and I talked about. Yeah, early on, was like we wanted to make like complex mm-hmm. villains. It's and- it's too easy to straw man your opponent, and we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And being able to actually understand the motivations of your opponent will help you ultimately in the end to achieve your goals. I learned that from debate. You know, both sides have to be zealous advocates for their position. And right. they, you know, you don't get to choose your side in debate. You're pro yeah. or con. Right. And it's like, you know, Sandbridge, he got the hand he was dealt. Right. Yeah. He was a nobleman. He wanted to advance his position. He had a daughter. He had a means to advance. And so he took the opportunity. Well, and and had, wouldn't you, wouldn't mm-hmm. you? In, yeah. in, given the Lo and behold, in, the opportunity is fucking like a his shit daughter show. that wants nothing know? to do right. with him. Yeah. Like sort of like throw right. cast her aside to yeah. preserve the legacy of the two children he has. That right. in his eyes have hope for right. existing within the noble class. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, so we see Aldridge in the mirror, and he doesn't quite understand what's going on, and he thinks I'm an image. Or I'm and you fucking something, and then which I, was great. So yes, well. and you leaned into it, which was so. Oh, that was so many great choices. I didn't yeah. say anything yes. to him. Right, and smart I, move. And then I pulled out the journal, which is like, okay, this is a personal item. Why would you know? Why would he have this? Why? Why would somebody who's trying to trick me? Like whatever. And so then he freaks out again. And then I fucking smashed the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking cool. smashed it. It was great. That that was my ass. What? My axe. Because yeah. that choice, too, axe. in particular, didn't <laughs> clarify butt. for Master Sandbridge if you were you or right. if you were Varen Toy, but that it was it was it was definite fuck you. Yeah. And like you're on notice and like <laughs> I'm not telling you anything. Like exactly. you kept me in the dark this right. whole time, yeah. my entire life, and now I have a little bit of power and I'm gonna show uh, uh. you what that feels like. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was episode seven. That was episode seven. We went hard into episode seven because episode seven, like I said, was sort of... And we talked about Gary Khan. So, I mean, it really was like... the. It's kind of the top It was important in our lives, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just important, you know. While we're speaking right now, we we mentioned it earlier that Gary Khan... Uh, this year was canceled because of that dang coronavirus. Yeah. So if you're listening to the future and it's the apocalypse, this was uh, a warning. <laughs> this was when Gary Khan, ex- this, we had Gary Khan. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was great. And I want to mention too that like I could not have gone to Gary Khan, but Paul helped buy my ticket and then he bought me a cup at the Gary Khan. And honestly, <laughs> sweet, sweet spotted cow. If you're going to do anything, if you're going to do anything creative and you're with your friends, that's the best way to do it. And you'll oh, yeah. know who your friends are because your friends want to have fun with you. Right. Yeah. It was so much fun. Like yeah. that, that was, uh, it was so much fun. It will always, that event will always so, exist so fucking in fun. my memories. Um, Chris and his girlfriend Emma came to run yeah. sound for the show. So that great. Had, uh, Those less people than are an the ideal best. Audience, but they still like came through. And, yeah, yeah, they loved it. And they yeah. were so supportive the it, whole time. And of course, listen to Tidefall. Star- yeah, Check out Chris. Carousel Who, by the way, Theater. Uh, Tidefall is at oh my a, God, such salt. an awesome point oh, in the show. Shit. Yeah. Um, that now, if you have, if you've slept on it 
and it's like that just seems like such so much to listen to listen Bro, to all of it listen but if it. you can put it on start with episode six that we just posted oh last week God. because it fucking you recommend starting from six honestly like you can start from six and it, it can make it'll make mm-hmm. sense to you mm-hmm. it's kind um, of like our, our episode three yeah episode four yeah, episode yeah. four yeah it's great so definitely highly recommend um but anyway we're gonna take our break and jump into the last segment of awakening so don't go anywhere Sweetie, <laughs> 